welcome to the Heal Your Life with Us podcast. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Chrissy. Are you ready to get healing? Let's do it. We're very excited today, joined by an amazing guest who has lots of amazing things to say, Elise Cantrell. Welcome to the Heal Your Life with Us podcast. Thank you. It's a, I'm excited to be here and it's my pleasure to share with you all that I've learned over the years that goes along with healing. Well, you're in the right place. We are healing right along with you. I hear you have some transformational stories. Specifically, we will be talking about Ayurveda, which I just learned how to say a few weeks ago. Chrissy taught me. (laughs) And yoga and the magic of healing. So I cannot wait to hear your story. How do you know Chrissy? I met Chrissy at a Reiki training in Atlanta. I'm always... Um, wanting to expand and better myself in all areas. And that was the third round of Reiki training I've done with a different teacher, best teacher so far. So amazing. We got to get Chrissy. Yeah, let's give her a shout out, please. Peg Driscoll. Peg Driscoll, absolutely phenomenal being of love and light. Amazing. She yeah. is. She's truly amazing. I have the had the pleasure of having Reiki from her mm-hmm. and she can be found at yo ray life, R-E-I life.com. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so excited the connection here. Uh, you are definitely our kind of, of healing people. So uh, share with us, how did you get into Ayurveda? You know, I guess the way I got into it, I'll kind of take you back. Um, when I was 23 years old, I was a high school teacher in a very difficult high school setting and situation, very, very stressful. And I started um, doing yoga because I found an article about yoga in a magazine. This was 30 years ago, way before there were yoga studios and yoga teachers, especially not in South Carolina, where I was. I went in California or anything. And so I found this article, tore it out of the magazine and came home every day and did the poses in the article. That's how I started. It was like six poses. And I started noticing, well, it did help me with stress. I did feel stronger. I did feel better. So that was my first foray into yoga. and, And it really did help me all those years ago. And then um, because I liked yoga, new yoga, ended up buying a, a whole book of it. And then I would go through the whole book and teach myself the poses. So that's kind of where I started a long time ago. Wow. But then when I was um, about 27, 28 years old, I got an extreme uh, case of IBS, extreme, to where I lost probably 25 to 30 pounds from where I am now. I could not keep food down, or if it went down, it would go out the other way just instantaneously. And I was becoming like, I looked like I was in a concentration camp and I was in total pain all the Mm. time. Um, My stomach cramped so bad that it felt like labor pains. I, you know, had had a child and know what labor pains were. And I felt like I had the stomach flu and labor pains 24 seven. And I went from doctor to doctor to doctor, met, tried all the different medicines, all the different tests. And finally, they're like, well, there's nothing we can do for you. So you're just going to have to go home and live with this. Thank God I am a Taurus. I am stubborn. I'm like, no way. I'm not living like this. No. (laughs) 
And so what I noticed was when I would do yoga, my stomach, it would help. It would help. It would just take the sensations down a few notches. And yoga happens to have this beautiful healing sister science called Ayurveda. And so that kind of my entrance into yoga led me to discover Ayurveda at a time in my life where I needed it the most. And it gave me the tools to heal. And, you know, it's not instantaneous, like a magic pill. I had to change my lifestyle. I had to change my thinking. I had to change my eating. And um, in about three months, I noticed a huge shift and I could just see the light at the end of the tunnel. And um, in a year, I was probably 90% better and within two years healed. And they had told me I was going to live like that the rest of my life. And once I saw, you know, I felt so empowered that I healed myself. Nobody did it for me, but me. I had these great tools that helped me along the way. And I have to add in my dad also, he was a licensed hypnotherapist and I also worked with him and did hypnotherapy too. That was also a tool, but it was really, I took my wellness and my health into my own hands and didn't expect someone else over here to fix me. And um, once I did that, I'm like, everybody needs to know about this. Everybody needs to learn this. So that kind of set me (laughs) on my path. Of, of healing and as a healer of then I, you know, of course I wanted to go and study Ayurveda. I wanted to go in and learn and get certified in yoga. And I did that for many, many years. Um, and at some point when I was teaching yoga, I started teaching a class called 40 days to enlightened eating. And it was kind of the things I had learned from Ayurveda that it really helped me. It helped me lose my baby weight after I had children and helped me have healthy pregnancies. It helped me um, heal, as I said, in so many ways. So after teaching the class, they're like, you've got to write this into a book. This is amazing. So I did end up writing my book, 40 Days to Enlightened Eating. And won an award on my book and um, it's gotten out to many, many people and it's, it's helped so many people over the years. So and beautiful. It, yeah. Go, but you can go ahead. That's how it got. It's started. just so beautiful. I mean, just everything that you're saying, this unfolding of, of your journey, Chrissy and I feel like this is the same. It just finds you, you end up yeah. in pain, you end up self-healing, you end up figuring it out yourself. You read books on yoga. I mean, and it's like, this is our journey, right, Chrissy? It was just it's very it's just similar. So nice yeah, that's why when I met yeah. Elise, I was like, you have to come on and you have to talk about this because yes. more people need to hear that it's okay. You're suffering, yes, but there's ways to help yourself, right? Yes. So I think the yeah. more we can tell people a hundred times how much we suffered, but to hear it from other people, and that's why we like to have guests on to kind of mm-hmm. say, how different they are, you are from us, like your IBS is different than our thyroid issues, right? But you get to that rock bottom point where Mm -hmm. no one's helping you. And the only thing you have to do is to help yourself. It's honestly getting to a place in a time where it took me a long time to get to a place where I'm actually grateful they couldn't help me. Same. Because if they just gave me a pill, I would have kept on with the same unhealthy lifestyle and who knows 30 years later what i would what i would be like you right. know 
Right. And, and where I would be with my health and with my life. I mean, I'm not on a single medication. Don't even, you know, really go see the doctor for anything. Um, I, I feel empowered to take care of my own health. Um, when my family during COVID, you know, empowered my health. So I have a strong, healthy immune system. And then when we actually got it, we got COVID and I knew exactly how to treat it. I went by Ayurvedic standards, boom. We had very mild cases. We got it a couple of times. I took care of it every time. I felt empowered by that. And I've had other things knock me down for a little bit, but because I had Ayurveda, I knew how to go back in and take care of it. And I'm always, my family's always coming to me and, you know, all of my family, extended family, and I have ways to help them. And I've helped, just felt like I could help so many other people with my experience. You definitely can. I'm so excited that you came to share it um, for our listeners. And honestly, for me too, I'm learning, Chrissy and I are both learning. Can you please break down Ayurveda in a very easy to digest way? No pun intended. Well, the Ayurveda is the mother of all healing systems. So it was the first um, organized healing system that we had ever recorded on the planet. And it actually was even the mother of Chinese medicine and acupuncture. So it was a precursor to that is a very intelligent um, balanced um, way of living and being. It literally translates, Ayurveda translates to mean the science of life the science of healing, the science of health, the science of longevity. And, and health really is, and it's based on getting yourself and staying in harmony. That there's an in harmony and there's an out of harmony. And when you're in harmony, the philosophy of Ayurveda is there's no pathogen that can touch you. When you're in harmony, your body's gonna kick it out you're going to be fine. When you're out of harmony, you're susceptible, you know? So it's really a science of keeping yourself in harmony. And it's a science of knowing um, and understanding when you're out of harmony and how to notice it really quickly. So you can rein yourself back in really quickly before things get out of hand. And in Ayurveda, there's six stages of um, illness and, or we call it six stages of imbalance. And you want to catch when the imbalance when it happens really early, you know, the saying a stitch in time saves nine. It's really easy to heal when we catch it early. And when somebody gets into chronic disease, you know, like I talked about my own chronic disease, it takes a long time to turn that ship. And, um, you know, so it's like catch it quick and knock it out fast. And that was my philosophy, the Ayurvedic philosophy of dealing with COVID. I didn't understand why they were sending people home with a virus that was so virulent and just saying, come back and let us know if you get any sicker. And I'm like, why aren't, why aren't they giving them something to do? And, um, and I was infuriated by that. And when Ayurveda, we keep the virus from getting in the body. And if it gets in, we flush it out, you know, so neti potting, gargling, things like that. Um, building up your immune system to start with so that if you get it, you're strong, you're healthy, you're fine. You're eating well for your body. Your body's in its best shape to take it. But then also behind that, the, um, then we use, ant there's antivirals. Now they're all kind of herbal antivirals. Then we, you know, there's antivirals that um, keep the virus from 
um, attaching to cell walls. There's other antivirals that keep the virus from proliferating, dividing, dividing, dividing. So, you know, using a host of those to um, knock the virus out, do not let it proliferate in the body. Don't let it keep going. Don't let it, you know, keep um, mutating. Don't stop it. Shut it down quick and fast. And um, so as a practitioner of that medicine, I, I, it just blew me away how it was handled with Western medicine. And it almost seemed like Western medicine was the primitive science and Ayurveda was the advanced science. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I love so that. What types, yeah, what types of foods? Like, tell us how it works. I heard something about syncing with the seasons and your body, your personality even. Absolutely. Is that correct? We, um, in Ayurveda, we... Um, uh, <laughs> you can get complex pretty quickly, but we have what we call the doshas. And the doshas are based on the five elements of nature, earth, water, air, fire, and space or ether. And um, they take the five elements and boil them down into, um, you basically have five doshas too. And um, the doshas kind of correspond with seasons of the year. Now, each person is going to be different because they have different amounts of the different five elements in their body. So that's why your makeup and what keeps you in balance might be totally different from what keeps Chrissy in balance or what keeps me in balance. We're all different. Yeah, we're and learning that. Data yeah. totally acknowledges that. So we go back to square one and we find out what is your natural state of balance for you and only you. And then we work with that to bring you and only you back into your perfect harmony, which is going to be totally different from somebody else, your husband, your kids, your mom. Um, it's going to be totally different. So we acknowledge that everyone's different. There's no one size fits all diet. There's no one size fits all treatment. And um that's empowering too. And that's why some people do really well taking a certain approach to healing and other people don't get better. But when we start to approach healing as looking at taking it specifically to you, not specifically for the disease, but how do we get you in balance? Mm -hmm. That's really yeah. empowering. Because getting yourself in balance, it makes your body be able to fight off that disease. That's the start is the balance of your body. You know, and the, the, the great thing is you'll never get sick if you're in balance, right. you know, it's like, um, I'm in a place in life where I really just don't get sick. I yeah. don't, the colds go around, the flus go around. I don't get them. I just Amazing. don't get them. And it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I'm, you know, and when I'm starting, you know, I can start to feel, hey, I'm getting a little out of balance here. I need to go rest more. Yeah. I need to take some vitamins. Hey, you know, I wasn't eating the greatest last week, mm, you know, and, and it's not about being perfect. I don't, I don't want people to think, I think it's just as unhealthy to think you have to be absolutely perfect. And Ayurveda teaches that too, as it is to be a, a complete mess with your diet, you know it's okay to have that one random glass of wine, you know, you're not going to die from that. And, and Ayurveda will, will teach too. If you tell yourself, Oh, if I eat that, it's going to make you sick. It's going to make you sick. Yes. Because mm. you hold your body that. 
Mm. Yeah. Now that is a huge component. That's mm -hmm. my jam right there. That so. is, that's all Kaylin. <laughs> so I had to learn you how yourself, to. You know what? I'm healthy enough that I can eat this today. Yeah. I'm not going to make this a habit. Like on my birthday, I'm going to have a piece of birthday cake. Yeah. You know. And there's you, Chrissy. That's me. <laughs> yeah. And it's going to be okay. I'm not going to have birthday cake every day of the year. Right. Yeah. So in the mindset, you know, I had to learn to stop fearing food, right? Mm -hmm. For many years, I also had the IBS journey with you. So mm -hmm. I, I know that road uh, and you have to get back to trusting your body and mm -hmm. understand that it's not scary. The foods are not what's scary. Wow. You know, I had to take a moment before the meals and, and give gratitude to the food and nourishing my body. Uh, but also finding out how your body operates, right? You know, Chrissy and I are so different. We would try some of the things with stark opposite reactions. Uh, and as you go about working with someone in Ayurveda, do you start with like food testing or do you start with personality testing or what, how does that look no, in the beginning? I, I start talking to them, you know, and we're, we're training Ayurveda to, to, I'm, I'm going to look at you and look at your features and your features by looking at your features themselves. They'll tell me kind of what your dosha is. Look at your eyes, the whites of your eyes, look at your tongue, Wow. Your pulse readings, look at your face, look at your skin quality. We can already start to tell some things about you simply by looking at those. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then we'll start, you know, based on that, I'll start asking questions and I'll start asking symptoms, asking what you feel like when you're not, I'll start asking about your diet. I'll start asking about your lifestyle. Um, and I can pretty quickly, just because of, you know, the training I've had, um, spot the imbalances and where they are. And then I can tell you what to do to get yourself back in balance, you know, wow. The easy part is me pinpointing it and telling you what to do. You know what the hard part is? Yeah. People that do it and yes. make those changes. Yes. You know, yes. Because people, you know, they, they don't want to change, you know, or it's sometimes it's hard to change when you've been in a pattern for a really long time. So mm -hmm. hard. Absolutely. Yeah. Chrissy yeah. was really good at it. <laughs> yeah. I, I got an A++ on my yeah. report card. Kaylin. Yeah. Kaylin wasn't A plus plusing for a while. No, it took um, me a couple of months, but yeah. uh, I'm, I'm much like you where, you know, I'm stubborn and I'm a Taurus. So, um, <laughs> so I saw online that you can take a test to find out your dosha yeah, yeah. correctly. And can you just give an example of one of the doshas and what that looks like? I think I was a, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but a Vita, Vita, a Vata, 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 thank you. So vata you said there's a vata yeah. dosha. So yeah, vata dosha. I'm I'm a vata pitta dosha. Yeah, so. that's me. Sorry, vata pitta. Yeah. Vata pitta too. So yeah. then we're we're very much alike. So um vatas are creative, they're fun, um, filled with energy. Um, they can get though where they tend to go though, is they tend to fall more into anxiety, worry, have a little difficulty sleeping when out of balance. They overthink when out of balance. Um, they may get into frenzied activity when out of balance. They tend to be attached to a lot of, um, movement, talk with their hands, a lot of, um, exercise, like an over-exercise that aggravates vata, um, so, and you know, they, even when you're out of balance, you tend to crave more of the things that cause you to go further out of balance. 
Wow. So it really is personality. It really ties into the personality of that. That's amazing. So how do foods fall into that? Now, what, now what was your question? Who, how do foods fall into So that? there are specific foods that help to pacify vata. There are specific foods that help to pacify pitta and certain foods that help to pacify kapha. Mm-hmm. And once we determine, and some people are vada pittas like you and me. So during vada season, which is fall and winter, I need to eat and you need to eat to keep your vata balanced. But in the summer, the pitta season, you and I need to eat to keep pitta balanced. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a changing. It's, it's not as easy maybe to be dual dosha because they can fuel and fire with vata and pitta. You're talking about air and fire. Okay. Mm. Air fuels fire mm-hmm. and fire flames up. So we're, we're a dosha that you have to be very careful. It's easy to get out of balance and oh. you can see it in nature. Yeah. How easy it is to get out of balance. Chrissy, do you know yours? I think Elise guessed it when I was with her once, but I forget what it was. I, I think you you might be a pitavata. I might switch you. Yeah. Uh, vata pit or pitavata. I think you are too. Yeah. Can you yeah, share with pitta. the audience uh, what they all are? Yeah. So um, pitta is the dosha of fire and water. Um, so the pittas tend to just a this is a very brief um, introduction, yeah. but pittas tend to be, you know, you touch their skin. They make a lot of heat. They feel warm to touch. You know, I've sat next to a straight on Pitta and I can feel the heat coming at me. Um, The next one is Kapha. Kaphas tend to be, they're cold, damp people. Um, So that's water and earth. And um, they tend to be more, um, you know, have bigger bones. They tend to be heavier set people. And you touch them and their skin literally will feel cold and damp. Um, and then the vatas, um, their skin, their um, the air and ether element, and they tend to be dry skinned and cold. Um, and they tend to move a lot because wind, think about wind, tends to move a lot. Yeah. And we talk about even the winds of the mind in Ayurveda. And um, when vata gets out of balance, the winds and the mind start to circulate and blow all around and their thoughts are bouncing all over the place instead of being grounded and calm. And kapha, they can be the kind of the stick in the mud because they are that water and earth and you mix water and earth together, you get mud. They can be kind of... They have to watch themselves. They're the ones that don't like to move. They like to be still. They like to sit. They, you know, mm. very grounded. They're very stable people, have great immune systems too. So there's great things about, I had a friend um, that's, you know, she's like, what dosha am I? And I said, you're pitta dosha. She goes, oh, is that the best one? And I said, only a pitta would have <laughs> that question. <laughs> I probably would have said that. I'm not gonna lie. And there is no best one. Right. You know? yeah. Um, it's about optimizing the best out of whatever you are. And your pitta is determined at your dosha is determined at the time of conception. Wow. So when you're conceived at that moment of conception, that's what you're gonna be the rest of your life. And you get to choose, are you gonna be in balance? Are you going to be out of balance 
by your diet and your lifestyle habits. Yeah, I feel like that's all Kaylin and I have done for the last two years is figure out how to put ourselves into balance and then how to recognize when we're out of balance. So I'll say it to her. I'll be like, you're out of balance. Like you need to do this, this, and this. Most of the time she says it to me, not going to (laughs) lie. She tells me when I'm out of balance or when I'm about to go out of balance. Mm -hmm. So we try to catch it early. Imagine if we would have known about Ayurveda prior to this and understanding that, you know, we have this birthright to it, right? Like it's, it's almost like we were born into it and, and all of that resistance we had to certain foods or habits or vices that we could face uh, and just understand the connection there, that'd be huge. And it's huge for those that are starting out on their, their health journey. You know, you hear that, that quote, know thyself and that's your power. And it, it goes down to Ayurveda too. It's like when you know yourself and know who you are and know, know what keeps you in balance and know what, know what takes you out of balance. That's your power and that's your health. It is. It truly is. I didn't know myself for many years. It's so nice to meet her and be friends with her now. <laughs> oh my God. And, that, and that's, that's the next step is not like, why am I not a Pitta? Why am yeah. I not? Papa? Right. You no know? judgment. Yeah. No, I love you. You're just perfect. Like you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the next step. Awesome. Chrissy, do you have any last questions? I was going to ask one more. I wanted to ask you when you went on this Ayurveda journey, how was it for your family? So did Mm. you bring your family on this journey with you or was it just you and everyone kind of followed behind or none of them do it? You know, they didn't get it at first. They were like, I hear who, I hear what, (laughs) but they, you know, they can't help but see the difference it's made in my life and how it's helped me and brought me back to wellness. And then over the years that that's all they do, they come to, you know, they come to me, they're lucky that they have me in the house. And and my son was last night, mom, what do I, I'm just having trouble sleeping. So I'm like, okay, you know, your vata's out of balance and no, you know, you've got to, you know, stability, regular schedule, regular eating, you know, your sleep habits, you need to go to bed at the same time. You need to wake up at the same time. Here's some herbs that will help you. Um, you know, you got to stay grounded. You can't be all over the place sporadic. And, you know, we gave him like different things to do to kind of rein it in. Um, because, you know, vadas can be like a leak. My son. So that's a, that's a difficult, that's a difficult one because they, you know, he's so creative and so intelligent, but also can get kind of in that whipped up little frenzy. Right. Yeah. It sounds like it's so much about balance and harmony, mm-hmm. tuning into your body, understanding, you, you know, the seasons, understanding the seasons of your own body, tailoring it to, to what you need at the moment and boosting, you know, in a healthy way. Right. I mean, it, it seems so simple. I know when I went online and I looked at everything, it felt very natural. It felt very from the earth. It it felt right, you know, when you look through the things. So I encourage those that are on this journey to just look it up, see what you, you know, get maybe test yourself or or whatever it is, or you can talk to Elise, right? And she can do it for you. Is that what you do? Absolutely. I love working with people with um, Ayurveda and all kinds of different forms of healing that I have studied and learned over the years. 
Um, and, and one great way to start is by, you know, just reading the book. This, yeah. this really, this has the dosha quiz in there. Um, it has some other quizzes in there and um, is a really great way to get yourself on the right path with Ayurveda. Um, yeah. All right. And what, and say the book's name again, we'll list it in the show um, notes. 40 Days to Enlightened Eating. Um, I've written a number of books. I have the the next 40 Days to Enlightened Eating because oh. my students, when I taught this class, they're like, I want another 40 days. You right, so, right. Now I'm addicted. Yeah. Now I'm in. Okay, so we have yeah. 40 Days and to Enlightenment in the next 40 Days. The 40 Days to Enlightened Eating cookbook. Cookbook. Yep. Amazing. Yes. Chrissy there's has some that other one. ones that I've written. Petals of the Lotus is another good one um that people might like and I also have coffee thoughts oh my gosh beautiful thoughts so all these amazing books we're gonna have to get a list of every single one of them we will make sure that uh we all on Amazon if anybody wants to look them up and um yeah anybody that wants to get in touch with me for healing I love to do sessions too yes please do where can they find you to do that so I've taken down my website. I'm reinventing myself and reinventing that, but um, they can uh, email me at shininglotusyoga at gmail.com. Um, you can text me. Um, I'll give you my text, 920-917-8562. And I'm also on Facebook, um, Elise Cantrell, and 40 Days to Enlightened Eating has its own page as well. Awesome. Yes. And you're also on Instagram, Elise Instagram. underscore Cantrell. I follow you. And I was just telling Chrissy, I literally like authentically like everything that you are saying and doing. Yeah. I'm happy to always reshare your content. Uh, very much same mindset. So I appreciate you sharing your light with the world. Well, Next. I appreciate both of y'all. I love that you're doing this show and you're spreading the word mm-hmm. about taking care of your own health and about self-healing. I love that. Thank yes. you so much. I love when we have new people on that have a new way of, you know, self-healing. Yes. So it gives people more, a, a larger concept. There's more than just one way to do yes. it. Yes. Yes. And I'd love to come back anytime and talk about another one of my healing loves, which is shamanic healing, which I will also Yes. Yes. We need a whole right. two hours for that. Oh one. yeah. We're doing that one. <laughs> We're doing that one for sure. For yes. sure. Well, thank you so um, much for coming. Chrissy, thank where can they find you? For having me. It was an honor. It was my pleasure and a joy. Thank you. Yes, yes you can find um you can find me on Instagram at chr1ssy underscore rice and at sunshinesoulreiki.com. And you can find me at CBC Inked or Breathe With Me, Kaylin Bree. And as always, we are at Heal Your Life With Us podcast, anywhere you listen and anywhere you watch and check us out on Eventbrite for the monthly healing events and Goldify is on Amazon. Thank you, Elise. This was amazing. Thank you. Happy healing, everybody. You got this. (laughs) Bye-bye. 